Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Chad Adams in for Vince Coakley. Hoping Vince is having a great day. You're stuck with me for the next exuberant two hours of exciting time here on WBT and on fine, fine folks out in Greenville. Now. A lot going on out there. We're going we're gonna to have an exciting time. You want to get in on the conversation, you call the Ingalls Market Talk line, 1-800-928-1110, 928-1110. Uh, regardless of where you hear this, give us a call. So you can do that. You can be a part of what the heck we're talking about. A lot going on. I mean, it's just bizarre stuff that's going on. It's, it's, it, and it's so weird. 20, 30 years ago, had any of the stories we talk about today been in the news, you would have thought somebody was tripping. You would have thought somebody had taken some kind of hallucinate drug and got on the air and was absolutely, you know, live tripping, visually stunning stuff, throwing it out there as news, and you would have thought something went horrifically wrong in that person's health and mentality. But today, it's news. It's the way things are. It's, it's, the, it's the trolling for clicks. It's attempting to get you to pay attention to what they are saying. And it's not, I'd love to say it's all on the left. The preponderance of it is on the left. There's some on the right. We, we love being in these extreme pools of operative normalcy. We want to think that everyone agrees with us. And it's, and it's hard to get balanced these days. You know, generally, if you're someone who believes in limited government, you're someone who believes that I don't really care what my neighbors are doing as not, long as it doesn't infringe on me, you're almost considered an extremist. How dare you do that? But, I mean, let's give you an example. Uh, and, and I can do two that are local, at least local to Charlotte. You know, we have this phenomenal weather this week. I'm looking out, you know, and, and, you know, highs in the 70s, low 80s, relatively low humidity, lows in the 60s. And I'm not just talking like 68, 62, 65. These are, this is August in North Carolina. Warm, humid, wet blanket, stepping outside, you feel it. Weather is normal. It is not extreme. You, you watch the weather. If you looked at weather forecast over the past, let's just say you could reflect. Remember what I said. If you if you came on the air 30 years ago, you said, well, it's going to be in the 90s and humid this week. You would have said, yep, August in Charlotte. August anywhere. Mention North Carolina. Mountains maybe a little less, but still gets bloody hot up there as well. It's hot. But now you notice that they color code the maps. If it's in the upper 80s, the color map is red. End of the world, 85, 90 degrees is horrific. And then you get, and, and they scream. This is the irony of a lot of this, is when you have weather that is normal, it is now, you know, exu- it is now extreme. And so it's climate, you know, and again, I don't want to bore you, get you to turn off the, the radio. 
It's climate change. It's warming, whatever, you, whatever you want to describe it. It's the end of the world. And we have to, and it's a weather event. But if you were to say, hey, that hurricane wasn't as powerful as, as, you know, Hazel in 1954. Oh, Chad, you're talking about you're using weather. Climate is much larger than that. But they do it all summer long, and they have to shove all of this in because when it's brutally cold, when you can't get enough warmth, and when people die of exposure to cold, and it happens, and it's going to be – it looks like it's going to be horrific in Europe this year because they can't even get enough fuel to keep themselves warm when it does get cold. In fact, let me tell you this. If you're in Italy, in many parts of Italy, if you live there, and I have relatives that do, they have to have permission from the mayor in any given town to turn on their heat. The mayor signs a proclamation, maybe late October, early November, whenever the hell he feels like it, and boom, you can turn on your heat. They don't have much air conditioning over there. Imagine living in the South. What changed the South, what allowed Atlanta to become one of the most powerful places, Charlotte, Atlanta, Florida, to become one of the most, some of the most powerful, desirable places on the planet Earth to live is air conditioning. Aren't you glad you have air conditioning? Go down the road today, even if it's going to be in the 70s today, okay? I want you to look around when you're driving around. And, and even now, as you're listening to this broadcast, when you're looking around, I want you to look at the cars that are your fellow drivers on the road. Whether it's downtown, whether it's on the interstate, whether even if you're on the toll road, look at your fellow drivers. It's highs in the 66 degrees, relatively 66, 68, something like that in Charlotte. Look around at the number of people have their windows shut and the AC on on their car. When's the last time you saw 25 cars in a row with the windows down in August or July? Heck, when it's relatively warm in October, they'll turn their AC on. We, and I love the people who lecture me about climate change that go right to their AC and keep it at 74 degrees inside or 72 or 70. They would die without AC. The point is, it's weather. It's changing. You know, were we better off when there was a mile of ice over Chicago or were we better off when it's nice and warm? What about when you could grow grapes in Greenland? Because it was a place you could go grapes. It was warm enough. And again, I, I'm, this, this show is not going to be about climate change. I'm, I'm a, if you look at this new bill that the Democrats are going to pass today in Congress, it has a lot to do with this. It's not about inflation reduction. Their own Congressional Budget Office tells them it's not going to reduce inflation. They love to call it something it's not. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that because there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. And this program, this new Inflation Reduction Act, poorly named, unresearched, unread. Most of the Democrats who are voting for it haven't read it. It's an extensively long, complicated bill that has nothing to do with reducing. Nothing says I'm going to reduce inflation like spending more money that we have to borrow. But when you, when you read, when you peruse this thing, it, it is astounding the amount. It's really a green energy bill that will not do anything to make, make matters better. It's just a, a money to scatter around to folks. But but that's that's a weird headline. It, 30 years ago, if you had started to play these headlines, it would have been rather odd. But let's let's continue our discussion about Charlotte. Because Charlotte's voting on something called a social district. Now, if we had thrown this out there 30 years ago, say, hey, guess what? City council is going to be voting on the and, and, and any think of any small town, North Carolina, South Carolina, any of any any state just about. But this particularly in the South, if you would have said, let's have these social districts, what is a social district? Well, a social district is allows you to carry an alcoholic drink outside from place to place. They're going to they're the plan to have one in Charlotte in the Plaza Midwood 
Noda South End without, uh, you know, with many saying it's a no brainer, according to WBT, that would bring more customers and align with Charlotte's growth. So it's growth. So being able to drink and carry it in public somehow is great for growth. I'm not putting it down. I'm saying it's wackadoo weird that we need permission from the government to do this. But now, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about safe spaces to discuss things. Now, alcohol makes you more inclined to discuss a lot of things. <laughs> Not necessarily helpful. But isn't it we've gone from safe spaces where we can go and we can share our politically, whether wackadoo or reasonable approaches. You know what? America was founded as a safe space. The entire nation, from sea to shining sea. Well, then it was just from sea to Western frontier, but eventually through manifest destiny, see the shining sea. America is supposed to be a safe space. I should be allowed to discuss my political views, and you should have the common decency to not be offended in, in a way that ruins your health. If someone said they believe dinosaurs still walk amongst us, you know what? You should have the wherewithal as a human being to say, you know what? That's all right. That's all right. You can be a little wackadoo. That's all right. You want to identify with a cat? Go ahead. Meow. Have a great one. My buddy, he identifies as a Rottweiler, so just be careful. Something's going to happen. Something's going to go down. That's the kind of stuff, though, that just should astound you. That, that we live in a world that's so sensitive in this country, a country that was founded on not being overly sensitive, that we've become that way. We're going to kick things over to Pam Warner, see how traffic's going outside, and come back to me being your guest host today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Level here off the charts. Great day to be in America. It is every day. It is regardless of what you see. It's it's so it's it's it is fascinating 
to witness the degree to which social media in particular, but 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 general media, it's so the desire to get you to look at something, to emotionally get engaged in something. It's it's wrecking lives, it's wrecking friendships. You know, this is a country look, I loved having disagreements with my friends. Some of my greatest memories in college are having those great political debates. And it wasn't about yelling at each other or calling each other names or being petty. But if you if you want to see everybody digress to about a second or third grade mentality, jump on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of them. That one's enough. But if you if you want to get the full if you want to get the full effect of an infection of social mental you know uh, cabal that's taking place, just just jump on any of those. Everybody you know, and it's great that we all have opinions. It's wonderful. But people thinking that an opinion is an established fact is a leap of logic beyond which that we don't really comprehend or go and 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 worse is when journalists and and this has been a sad aspect that's been in the making for about 50 years when journalists actively engage in propagandizing so i'll take it a step further over the past i would say it's been growing so i can't tell you that there was a before and after moment but certainly around the trump the, the trump huh, around the time that trump was becoming a candidate and then got elected there was a rise of hate on the left the likes of which I had never seen before. And in the past two or three months, what I've seen on e- on my personal Twitter feed is that it's become infected with a litany of lefties. And I don't know if they're real or not, but all of the people that I follow, like my buddy Pete Callender and others, they don't show up in my feed anymore. What it is is a bunch of Rob Reiner types and a bunch of people that I've never heard of that all of them have 130 to about 500,000 alleged followers. And it's this constant Biden wins mentality. In fact, there's a Twitter feed called Biden wins that's thrown out there all the time. And it's this propagandizing of how great Biden is. He's desperate for support, by the way, because his support is waning. It's it's talking about how great the economy is, which you, I, everyone out there who's living it, is it's an absolute train wreck of an economy. I mean, the, the stock market's bouncing back, thank goodness. But you know, it may have taken the hit in the correction. I had a meeting with some some fine investment folks yesterday and watching things that were correcting due to, and they know also that it's going to tighten up and get worse. A little bit because a lot of the markets are trying to deal with this new massive spending. We're going to correct inflation by spending more money with the government. No, I, it's just a mess, and I don't want to get too far into it. But my my point being is, then when you take it a step further, and the journalists become the ones propagandizing. Nora O'Donnell with NBC had posted just 15 hours ago, and I'm going to get back to the safe spaces stuff. That, that according to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of the former president's uh, passports. Trump has accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home. And so she posted that 15 hours ago. It's since come out that that's absolutely true. The FBI did. They've apologized. They've returned the passports. She never corrected the post. She never added, yep, you know what? I was wrong. She went with what someone had told her without checking the facts. She didn't verify it. She didn't get independent corroboration. She just put it out there. And that's that's just one, but one example of and they always it's always a, a mistake that helps the left. It's always a mistake. Imagine if we did have an objective media. The Liz Cheney situation in Wyoming, it would be an embarrassment if for her. For Liz Cheney, there would be a lot of objectivity about it, saying, hey, the January 6th stuff, we all wanted the truth to come out. But the way it was just rigged in a way that wasn't going to allow any kind of balance whatsoever, 
that wasn't that wasn't an appropriate or American thing to do. It was a partisan thing to do. And they picked two people that hated the former president, put on the committee so there would never be any balance. It's just fact. It's just truth. That's not it's not arguable. Whether you're left or right, that's what it was. It's extremely un-American not to have any kind of balance, which leads us to a problem in this country about that very thing, is that we've broken ourselves into an incredible lack of balance about having discussions. As I said at the beginning of the show, by the way, I'm Chad Adams sitting in for Vince Coakley. Appreciate the opportunity. Love WBT and, and wonderful Chris Farrell trying to you know deal with my madness at the microphone. Makes it sound good. He actually runs everything I say through artificial intelligence, then it comes out making sense as if I'm speaking English in a logistical fashion. Yes, that's Chris. Magical. I'm kidding, but really, I'm thankful for Chris. Now, but we can't, on the climate change front, we can't have discussions about it because, oh, no, that's settled science. No, it's not. On, on race, we can't, have, we can't have discussions about race because people get too offended. We can't have discussions about health care because one side believes it's an absolute right and that all health care should be delivered everyone at once and that the individuals receiving that health care have no obligation to take care of themselves whatsoever. You know, we, we ignore the border. We can't have a discussion about that because it becomes racially tinged or the left just ignores it on inflation, the economy. What, every every instinct the Democrats have is just wrong. But it sounds nice, doesn't it? Inflation Reduction Act. The I Care About Children Act. The I Think Everybody Should Have an Ice Cream home Cone Act. Those kind of things. But this brings us kind of full circle back to what's going on in Charlotte right now with respect to the safe well, wait, we've gone from safe spaces, which is a ludicrous concept on college campuses to allow people to have differing opinions. You should be able to have a differing opinion no matter where you are. Sorry. You you lefty, overprotected people who, I don't know, didn't kiss a girl till you were much later in life. And that's just the men that we know are men. Oh, that's another thing. Imagine any of those stories 30 years ago. I'd like women who get pregnant, who can get pregnant, and other women. <laughs> Men and other men. Wait, it's just men. It's just women. It's what they are, what you are. And if they, think about how dangerous that is if you're ever trying to go down the path of healthcare and genetics does play a role and XY versus XY chromosome, XX versus XY chromosome becomes a matter of life and death. Are you really going to be stuck on your pronouns? Of course you're not. Or if you are, you're just mentally unhinged and you really need special treatment beyond the medical care you likely need. Now, Charlotte. Safe, safe. It's this bizarre thing, social district, which essentially means you can take a cup, you can get a beer, you can take the cup, you can walk out of where you got the beer and go to another place where you can get another beer. It would allow a designated area where people could carry drinks from place to place. Like if you had several breweries, you could go from place to place. And I loved one of the people who complained about this. One of the people who complained about this, Nancy Pierce, she's her name's identified, so I'm not outing her. I'm not going to dox her. She said, we don't mind drinking. We just don't like the plastic cups. Styrofoam cups? Glass. No, you can't do glass. Glass would break and hurt people. Styrofoam, oh my God, you're the devil if you touch styrofoam. But plastic cups, end of the world, because they might wash into a nearby river when you pass out drunk going from place to place and your cup falls and then washes into a river. So what are you going to hold out your hands, get a sip? I guess you're, you know, get a special flight of beers in your hands, take a sip, go to the next place. It's just bizarre. In other words, people don't have the wherewithal to control their plastic cups. And she's right to a point. We're a litter field. You ever seen any of those places when, when people gather? You know, <laughs> they gather it up. You have to clean that stuff up. 
but you have public trash cans. Have some responsibility. We have to have a society that puts the sense of responsibility on folks. And other other cities have done it. But it's bizarre to me that we have to have such a discussion where the concept of freedom, ordering a drink and walking out is something you can't do. We're going to take a break. Much more to go here. I'm your guest host, Chad Adams, sitting in for Vince Coakley here on WBT. Thanks to Chris. Stay tuned. Much more to go. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. show happening would you nice and chill you could be driving down a country road listening to this but then you have me to contend with and it's a pleasure to be here on wbt thanks by the way for the shout outs on twitter for you folks listening that are uh, giving me those shout outs at chad adams uh you can you can follow me on twitter you can do that and we uh, appreciate all of you Every single one of you, you want to get on the conversation, it's the uh, Ingalls Market Talk line, 1-800-928-1110, 1-800-928-1110, just like 1110 AM here that you're listening to in Charlotte. Now, as we're going through this, did you know, for instance, that yesterday, in, in an unceremonious way, Governor Cooper lifted North Carolina's COVID-19 state of emergency? Did you know? Roughly 46% of Governor Cooper's tenure in office has been under an executive emergency order. And it just, uh, in fact, I'll read you a little bit from the Gov himself in North Carolina. Today, Governor Roy Cooper ended the state's COVID-19 state of emergency with vaccines, treatments, and other tools to combat COVID-19. Doesn't look like those vaccines are doing as much as they originally had hoped and other tools to combat COVID-19, and with new legislation now providing the requested flexibility to North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services and healthcare providers' continued response, the state is poised to continue, continue pandemic response. Now, by almost every measurable way, this executive order went way too far. We are going to be paying the price with our kids for years to come. The developmentally, the overreaction, the necessity, the, the perceived necessity to implement power over you and tell you what to do. Now, as I go through this, as, as I read what he's done, and of course this is a, you know, a, a, a fluff piece, but he ended it way too late. I mean, this, this should have been gone a long time ago, but it gave him extra power. And the legislature, the GOP did precious little to try to re- restrain him on this. It was a massive And what the Democrats have learned through this is they have now learned very critical ways to extend their power and make the legislature more irrelevant. 
Now, from a from a legal standpoint, the legislature setting policy and 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 actually having the power of the purse has done a remarkable job of lowering taxes and making North Carolina one of the best places to do business. The governor had very little to do with it. He didn't sign the bulk of the budgets that have been on his desk. He never signed. He loves to go around taking credit and acting like he did something. But anybody with any business sense whatsoever knows that Governor Cooper has been largely irrelevant with respect to business in North Carolina. Having said that, though, this pandemic, what they did learn is we can wield power off of people's fears. So the more afraid you are, the more likely you are. And then this is something that the founding fathers were extremely astute at observing. The founding fathers had two things, the ones that we are not supposed to talk about, and, and we tear down statues about them. But they were remarkably erudite people. They were people of remarkable backgrounds that came together to a, a certain point in history that were well aware of the power of government. They were well, there were two things they really feared. They, they feared a large, overly powerful church at that time, the Catholic Church, and the power it wielded. And they, they didn't want religious persecution. They wanted you to be able to practice your faith and not worry about government or, or anything you know, encumbering that. And they were very well aware of an over-domination of government, of governance via the king via England at the time. But they, they knew that that would change. They knew that history would change things. And so they, they put into a document the way in which we express our freedoms, the way we, the freedoms we have, that we, we have, we are born with, we are given by our creator. I know it sounds a little passe to all of you lefties out there who think that document doesn't matter, but it does. It absolutely does. Those powers extend. We have them. We're born with them. And so the left has constantly tried to figure out ways to get around it. And it saw in, in the 80s and 90s that climate change and global warming, whatever they wanted to call it, was a great way to bring about massive socialist programs under the auspices of we have to save the planet. And the only people that can save the planet is government. And the only way we can do that is to exert control over the means of energy production and the means of which citizens can use and have freedom. we got to limit their freedom because they're massive CO2 waste pots that are out there. And we got to stop them. Let's limit. Let's find ways to limit them under the auspices that we're saving them. Healthcare, socialized healthcare, same thing. Uh, COVID nineteen, we need a response. Who can respond? Only the government's large enough. So let's let's go through that for a second. Not, not I don't want to bore you with it because I, I think there's ways to illustrate this very quickly, and, and one of the great ways to illustrate this very quickly is what the CDC did. I'm going to quote you from NPR, not exactly a right leaning news source, National Public Radio, the new COVID nineteen guidance from the CDC. What would it say? It's, it's saying what should have been said all along. We should have had a rational response to things, but we didn't. We had a, a governmental response to things. And the CDC at some point needs to be investigated for what they've done to all of us and to our kids. And at some point, I think history is going to look back at some of the people that were in power, especially Cuomo in New York and others that went too far. The new CDC guidance, number one, those exposed to the virus – are no longer required to quarantine. What? You must be joking. No. CDC. Number two, unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Remember that? You had to get vaccinated or you were the devil. You walked through an airport, and if you didn't have your card, you couldn't go anywhere, or you couldn't get on a And No. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Now, still, if you're coming in from out of the country— Djokovic cannot play in the U.S. Open tennis tournament. Number one player in the world because he's unvaccinated, doesn't want to do it. Number three, students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. What? Young people? 
not as likely to be harmed by the virus or hurt others? Huh. Go figure. It's what was said a year and a half ago. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. CDC reported by National Public Radio. That was on August the 11th, days before Cooper, you know, stopped pushing his emergency whatever order. It's not, it's, it's just unbelievable. And, and, and the New York Post has written about it, but notice that a lot of lefties are staying away from this. The CDC also permits us to come within six feet of each other again. So, hey, husbands, wives, get ready. Or, oh, wait a minute. No, don't, don't limit that. All of you can get closer together. All of you. <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want a hate mail coming to WBT. See, Chad recognized two sexes. There's more. There's more. Dissolve the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Last week, the CDC uh, released updated COVID-19 guidance. I tell you what we're going to do, because we're getting close to that time. I want to get into this story. There's much more. I want want to get to your phone calls. We've got much more to go. We've got the, the, the Trump FBI Mar-a-Lago update. I'm not going to delve into it, but I do want to get into the news media's coverage of it and what happened with some passports. There's so much more to go. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. Stay tuned. I'm Chad Adams, your guest host, sitting in for Vince Coakley here on WBT. Stay tuned. Scenic driving to Nirvana. Dude, were those your choices? I don't know if Chris... No. <laughs> Chris is so chill about it. No, that, that wasn't me. I, I have plausible deniability. I, I just do it. I just push a button. I'm picking on you, Chris. I appreciate it. Chad Adams sitting in for Vince Coakley here at WBT and our fine folks out west in the Greenville market. Uh, you know, if you want to get in on the conversation, give us a call on the Ingalls Market Talk Line, 1-800-928-1110, 1-800-928-1110. And when we were talking, the CDC released some new guidance that basically you can live as Americans again. I mean, the left has got to figure out a way to control you, as my, and they're doing so in, in multiple ways. I mean, look at Charlotte. You have to have a, a safe place to, to carry your beer for <laughs> I just can't believe this is the kind of conversation we're having now. It would have been so foreign to us. Imagine 30 years ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. Only winos can take their drinks from place to place. Only only folks that you know that are brown bagging it can kind of carry their alcohol from place to place in a glass bottle, by the way. But now you might be able to take a red solo cup from place to place in, in Charlotte and 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 Statesville and Hickory and some other places as well that have done this before. Now Last week, the CDC released updated COVID-19 guidance. The agency now believes we should be taking an individual approach. Now, those words alone, an individual approach, the CDC recognizing that individuals matter in some way with respect to the guidance on their own health. That They're saying the quiet part out loud, that, that individual rights have some kind of rhyme and reason to them, according to the CDC. The new guidance suggests ending test to stay so kids exposed to someone with COVID can remain in school. Of course, this was only related to known exposure. People are exposed to COVID all the time, but only children who were aware of that exposure were punished. Kids lost so much throughout the pandemic because of terrible, irrational CDC guidance. 
The fresh guidance, and this is from the New York Post, by the way, the fresh guidance also says people without symptoms no longer need to be routinely tested. In other words, remember, you were getting tested just endlessly before. The CDC also permits us to come within six feet of each other again. But most importantly, the agency has finally faced some truths about the vaccine that it should have long ago. CDC's COVID-19 prevention recommendations no longer differentiate based on a person's vaccine status because breakthrough infections occur, as we've seen with lots of folks, tens of thousands of people. And it's admitted that, quote, persons who have had COVID-19 but are not vaccinated have some degree of protection against severe illness. What? You must be joking. You have to wonder how bad it has to be for the CDC for them to come forth with this kind of honesty. Cities across the country fired teachers. They fired fired firefighters. They fired healthcare staffers, police officers, sanitation workers, and so many others. Even the Biden administration was firing members of the military because of vaccine status for not getting the vaccine. Many of those folks had worked through the early days of the pandemic, had contracted COVID many times, while we baked banana bread and patted ourselves on the back for ordering from Uber Eats. Now the CDC acknowledges that this was the wrong thing to do. Sorry. The new guidance is all fine and sane even, but it's August of 2022 and fully absurd that the CDC is only now recognizing that people aren't staying six feet apart, and that a previous COVID-19 infection offers a layer of protection similar to the vaccine. When COVID first hit our shores, we naturally looked to the CDC. The agency may have previously offered its thoughts on how we cook our burgers well done, whether we should eat sushi, no. Yet it was primarily in the background wagging its fingers at us while we ordered our steak medium rare, another no-no. But with COVID, its word became policy. And what should go down is one of the most disgusting moments in public health. The CDC allowed, with direction from the Biden White House, Randy Weingarten from the American Federation of Teachers Chief to craft school opening policies that force classrooms across the country to remain closed until last winter. No one has been fired for any of this. So the CDC, at some point, there needs to be a bipartisan approach to what they've done, how they did it, who was involved, and why they did what they did. We must, because there will be another pandemic. There will be another intrusion into our lives from a health standpoint. And what we have to do is we have to find a way to trust these organizations. We can't. We can't trust the World Health Organization right now. We can't trust the CDC. They've ruined their own reputations. And, and that just not that long ago, we all of us across party lines, we looked at the CDC and said, hey, we're glad they're there. Now, I'm not so sure. And this past weekend, just anecdotally, so I was traveling to Wisconsin, Minnesota on some other unrelated matters. And I noticed what was so funny, the, the funny, I guess, rye, W-R-Y, rye, in a rye way, in a, in a dark way, dark comedic way, as I'm walking through airport, and Minneapolis huge airport, by the way. As I'm walking through the airports in, in Myrtle Beach and in Minneapolis and going to, uh, to Wisconsin, I noticed the people, the, the diminishing number of people that are still wearing masks. There are people. I'd say somewhere between 5-10% of folks, and it's, it's this bizarre, they're mind-numbed robot. I mean, certainly if you have a compromised immune system and you want to wear one, that's, that's what they, and, and I don't – anybody can wear a mask, fine, doesn't affect me. But I feel bad for you. I feel bad for the folks that are they're going around every day that are still living the nightmare of the mask wearing, that are putting them on their kids. Yeah, mom was putting masks on their kids in the airport. 
unbelievable stuff. Just unbelievable stuff. Now, we're going to take another break, wrapping up Hour 1. Hour 2 getting ready to be underway. Chad Adams, your guest host for Mr. Vince Coakley. Glad to have you as part of the show. Much more to discuss. Stay tuned! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 